0: Hello and welcome to the Three Musketeers podcast. Introducing the brothers behind it, Hamid and Hissam Amiri. Join them on their journey as they discuss unconventional
1: topics from different perspectives. Real experience with key speakers around the world.
0: Hello and welcome back to another episode with Hamid and Hissam on Three Musketeers podcast. Tonight we kickstart a... Mini series, I'm going to call it. A few weeks ago, we had a guest, Emily Bristow, and we talked about uh, women in IT sector. And at the moment, unfortunately, it's a very male-dominated uh, sector. We don't know why. Uh, Emily, you know, didn't know why, and we explored, you know, how we can break that. And one thing we sort of concluded was there are people out there, there are amazing people. Uh, working with amazing career stories, exactly doing what we talked about is to break that barrier and open the way for others. And it gives me a great pleasure to tonight kickstart that mini series with our first guest, uh, who is actually top 10 inspirational black British woman and also the founder of Tech Corner. Um, Hosanna Hali. I'm going to pass over to you to give an introduction. I probably Mm -hmm. didn't do it justice and we'll go from there.
1: Great. Thank you so much, Hamid. So hi everyone. My name is Hosanna. As said, Um, so currently I am a technology strategist at Microsoft. Um, I've been working at Microsoft for the last uh, two, two and a half years now. I also run my own platform called the Tech Corner, uh, which It essentially gives advice, tips and tricks um, for uh, people wanting to go into tech, uh, because as said, there is a small minority of women in tech and even less uh, women of colour and even less uh, black women. Um, So for me, representation matters, and that's why I am quite visible um, about my um, advocacy for you know, diversity and inclusion, and having uh, more diverse uh, people in the tech industry. And that's essentially what uh, my platform focuses on just giving advice on all things tech, from certifications that you should get, degree that you should get, um, how to get into tech, uh, and things like that. And when I am at Microsoft and when I'm working kind of throughout the day, I also participate in other um, activities. So, uh, Things like this podcast, absolutely. Um, I I love doing things like this and really passionate about um, these type of activities. And from that work is how I was uh, featured um, as one of the 10 um, inspirational Black Women Who Code, uh, which is just an honour to even have been on the list with some of the other uh, Black women on that list. But really looking forward to, to the conversation today and thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, thank you. And to be fair, that's a very powerful... I guess I want to say, uh, you know, a a mission statement, you know, Mm. what you want to do, because as you said, it's it's something that we're an advocate and we want more people to talk about it because it is is an issue. And if Mm. I maybe go back a few years, um, what got you involved in the tech sector, um, Mm. you know, to start off?
1: Okay, so my my kind of my going into tech is quite interesting before because before doing my master's degree, I had never kind of coded, was didn't really look into tech. Um, but I, I had an undergraduate degree in business and essentially the plan was um originally to go into finance and kind of okay. do a finance degree because I mean <laughs> that's what you tend to do after you you know you do your undergraduate in business. But the opportunity came up for me to do uh, masters a conversion masters into computing um, at my university, so I studied at Cardiff University, and I'm um, the person. <laughs>
0: Doing a celebration with the Cardiff, you know, Cardiff yeah. getting The shout out, yeah, <laughs>
1: definitely. Um, but yeah, the person who inspired me really was uh, my dad. Um, so my dad is not in tech; he is a traditionally a finance uh, and economics uh, person. But when I, I, I kind of I, I lean on my dad for a lot of career um inspiration and career advice and tips because, you know, he's had a successful career and it, it makes sense to kind of look up to his advice. Uh, but when I gave I, I went to him with kind of the options, I was like, you know what, dad, I have an option to do finance, but I'm really interested um in kind of this computing degree and going into tech. And um, what do you think? Because I was I was kind of concerned he would say, no, stay in finance, you know it's traditional, there's jobs, kind of the usual uh, African dad <laughs> uh, mentality. But he was really um, positive about going into tech. He was like, Hosanna, you know, tech is new, it's exciting. If you want to do finance, you can always come back to it. Like finance is not going anywhere. So go for tech, like, re, you know, be bold. Um, And he's always had my back essentially in kind of the decisions that I've made. And he's always been, him and my mum have always been um, always told me, you know, you can essentially do wh- whatever you want to do. And, you know, as long as you strive and you kind of work towards it. So he was the one that kind of give gave me the push that I needed. Unfortunately, I didn't have a role model essentially um, Yeah. at the time because there are just not as many um, black women in tech, especially, and even women of colour. And I wouldn't have known them at the time. Unfortunately, none of my lecturers were women. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's that's essentially how I ended up in tech.
0: So I think to me, that's very fascinating. So if if your dad didn't advise you, do you think you would explore the IT world?
1: See, I I don't think I would have, unfortunately. Um, prob- Maybe once I got into finance, because I think there's definitely a link in finance and tech now with all the big fintechs and stuff like that. But if my dad had been like, mm, I don't think you should go, God, I... I think I probably would have been like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. I might have been like, oh, I'm going to rebel against my dad and go for it because sometimes I do. <laughs> but it's unlikely. It's unlikely.
0: And the reason I, I ask is, you know, you, you your dad was your role model even though he wasn't in the IT sector. Mm. And it was an interesting conversation we had a few episodes ago with Emily on, and and as you mentioned yourself, you don't have any role models to look up to. Mm. Is Is something that, we're trying to break within the BAME, you know, sector, and as you said, mm. the even less, uh, you know, with uh, you know certain Asian communities, and I'm guessing with the Black communities, is even less mm. sort of um, rare that you go into to IT. Mm. Do you think it's something? So, if you haven't got your 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 dad who was sort of you pushing you, mm. is it something that we should be engaging parents as well and say, look, there is a wider choice of careers (laughs) um, or not? And and the reason I ask is, for me, it was different. It was my older brother who was already in the IT sector and I pretty much failed everything else um, Mm -hmm. that I wanted to do (laughs) in my A-levels. So for me, it was my only choice to do a foundation degree in in computing. And similar to you, I didn't really have a true passion of IT Mm. uh, per se until I went in. And then I was like, actually, I'm kind of enjoying this before I mm. realized, actually, uh, you know, the coding is is not for me. Uh, mm. I, I, I'm happy to admit it now. Maybe I wouldn't mm. a few years ago. But the, mm. th- I guess, do you think parents, I'm not saying at fault, but do you think they should be more involved and, I don't know, have that educational piece on what is IT?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, because I think that we should be engaging people much, much younger um, so a lot of things that I do, a lot of initiatives that I'm involved in is speaking to, um, let's say young girls at really at the age of like 11, um, 11 or okay. 12 to really get them excited because you pick your options. Is it maybe 14, um, 13, 14 in school? And that's really sets, uh, the the track for you the path that you're going to take really because if you take like the sciences it's likely you're going to go do you know medicine or stem subjects at university but if you take another path you're going to go down that way so I think definitely it's a cultural thing uh, within kind of uh, being where there's a set of subjects that everybody uh, should do um, and they fall under only these categories and I think um, it would be better yeah to educate parents and get them engaged get them understanding kind of what opportunities there are in tech and why uh, young uh, being um children should be looking there instead uh, i think definitely the worry for our parents is you know the the perception of the role um and then the the money that comes with it really the stability that comes with uh the roles and for them tech is still so new um, I, I don't think my, my mom understands what I do, uh, really. <laughs> she just kind of just knows I work for Microsoft and when I first started she was telling people I sold laptops. I was like, Mom, that is definitely not what I do. If if it um, helps,
0: it's the same it's the same in my household. My um people in my own community still think I am... Um, is an engineer. I'm an engineer. Oh, yeah. They think course. I can install Windows um yes <laughs> new new windows uh actually Asana works for microsoft so i'm not going to mention that i've got you know a, a, a illegal copies Ooh. not that i do <laughs> no but it's it's really weird because they feel like oh yeah my um my laptop is running slow uh what can you do yeah. and i'm like you do realize i don't even so for me i don't even do any coding i've got uh, you know a, an amazing team of developers and i look mm. after the the function of development but mm. To simplify it, when someone says me, what do you do? I just say, IT. Because mm. as soon as I say head of dev or before, I think you're service delivery manager or software delivery manager, they were like, so IT? Like-
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> IT?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. IT. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's important to be having these conversations with our, with parents so that they understand the opportunities that are there. And this is the right time, really, as tech. Really starts to grow. Um, that you know, uh, being children are taken on the journey with everyone else as well.
2: No, I think uh, you're right. I think when we spoke to in previous podcasts, we always said other subjects, maths, business, is always popular in school, especially mm. within our communities, because mm. we see so many people pick it, and tech, and even the creative industry is probably worse, or even the same level. Yeah, um, mm. is not something that we see ourselves getting into because um, mm. we don't have those people so like people like yourself who go back and encourage people you must mm. give a sort of a positive light when you're younger when you can see someone
0: yeah so do you, your, do you have that in your community as well because i've that's a, a battle i have on my site um where you've got your typical three subjects which is mm. um
2: doctor accountancy
0: size. lawyer doctor or medical yeah yeah uh, it's the top three and i don't know if i don't know what it is
2: if is it a status is it i i did the business and law degree just, just there you go. go yeah you follow the trend <laughs> um
0: and yeah i think what's been interesting and i don't know if you've seen this in your in your community is have you seen people then ask you more questions now that you're being more vocal and actually out there talking about it
1: yes oh my god absolutely um i've got a lot of younger cousins and they're at the age of um kind of going into uh, university um one specific cousin actually was going to do midwifery um at university, and it was more you know if, if, you know when you can see someone doesn't have a real passion for it unfortunately, yeah um but it's kind of thinking that you know it's a stable role um you know uh, it's in the med- medical field but as we got closer and closer to kind of her making the decision and kind of just doing everything that she needed to do, so she did all the sciences at univers- uh, at a level and it was kind of time to decide what university to go to decide um exactly you know where the, where she's gonna study but she just started um asking a bit a few a lot more questions about what I did. Um, kind of like what what degree I did, how I got into tech, what roles are there are, because I think she was concerned that um, there's this vision of tech uh, where it's kind of like there's only a few jobs and it is really IT. I think she was concerned that she would be kind of working in IT in a school um, (laughs) or or something like that, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with, uh, obviously, but there are more tech roles outside of that. Um, so, yeah, after a lot of speaking, months and months of the, um, kind of looking at the other options, she's actually gone to do uh, business and computing at university. And so far, so good. So, yeah, we definitely see I'm definitely seeing a lot more people ask me questions and even kind of older uh, people in the BAME community um, who are thinking about doing a career change uh, approach me quite uh, quite often and just ask, like, what are the options what degree should I do? What boot camp should I do, and stuff like that, which is really, really good and really positive. Um, so yeah, definitely see a change in our communities.
0: So without you knowing, you've become that role model that people were looking or yeah. are looking.
1: <laughs> in a way, definitely. I and I guess you, you guys would definitely say the same as well, because you know, within within our communities, people are always looking at you. Um, so. Whatever positive stuff that you do, you've got to <laughs> or, <know>. negative. <laughs> or negative. Or <laughs> negative. You know that someone is going to be watching, so I'm I'm sure you guys probably have kind of the same um, kind of raw model status on you.
0: Yeah, I think, and it's it's, a, it's fascinating because when you're younger, you don't really you don't really think about it. Um, I know I definitely didn't, I, you know, and I'm not going to indulge into my uh, bad behavior when I was younger, but you know, <laughs> I, I didn't really thought much of it. I did look for role models, you know, similar to yourself, but what's changed probably in the past, you know, five or six years is I've realized people are looking at me and I need to conduct myself in a way, especially the younger generations. I had people, um, uh, good friend of ours, you know, he was deciding what he wants to do for his degree. And it's funny, you mentioned that, you know, your, your, your cousin, because he, his parents were saying him he should do something, but he wasn't gonna enjoy it. And mm. he was still gonna go ahead. And I said, You're gonna pick something. You might get the degree, you might get the job, but you will have a job that you don't necessarily love. Mm. So you you you'll you hate it, but you learn to love it. Yeah. And I just and I it's it's funny because I was talking to someone else about, you know, the lack of you know, BME on the C-level on that sort of, you know, Mm -hmm. the senior management. And I think maybe I'm being super critical. I think at times we're at fault because when you've got someone like the friend of mine who's picked a subject that he doesn't truly enjoy, when he does get it, he will never push himself to be that Mm -hmm. senior, the C-level. So Mm -hmm. he's hindering a problem that is even is already existing because of mm. many factors that you know I'm not going to go into but we're well aware um you know with subconscious bias and et cetera and I asked a bit that frustrates me is that mm. people choose topics as you said, and maybe it's not their fault because is 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 other factors to be the safe pressure. Mm. yeah, but then you're actually you don't realize you're hindering your future,
1: yeah, absolutely, absolutely, I think um because you know status and all those um kind of external factors at the end of the day won't last forever um and they'll eventually lose their shine Uh, so Mm. you absolutely have to go for something that you're passionate about and that you have (laughs) um that you can really see yourself in in the future otherwise like you said you won't push to kind of be the best in that and you'll hinder your career
2: moving on from that um I just want to know what was the point where you went, I'm going to start Tech Corner yeah. um, and I have a platform where I give advice to mm. more than physical online platform.
1: Um. Well, really, I've been, as I say, being at Microsoft for the last two years, I've done kind of a lot of events, kind of working with schools, working with universities, working with companies. And I get a lot of questions. You know, I get questions on LinkedIn. I have I used to get quite a lot of questions on Twitter. Um, I had another Twitter before that was a lot bigger um, and I kind of closed that one off. But I used to get a lot of questions about, you know, getting into tech. And I, and I just thought, you know, all the questions I'm getting are just from people that have only gone to the event. So they've had the opportunity to see me um, yeah. or they've seen a tweet of something. And I I might as well, instead of going to people one, one by one, I might as well just, you know, stuck start getting it as out to as many people as possible. And really I only I started the tech corner um god 29th of July. So this not very year? many months. Yeah 29th oh, of July wow. this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So not not very many months um uh ago actually probably like four or five months ago and it just hit me because I had, had uh a virtual event and I had some questions and you know, after you do a, an event, I'm sure you guys know you get a lot of people on LinkedIn and stuff, and you, you're going through your messages. And I thought, well, I might as well just kind of use the platform that I ha- that I'm already using, kind of in regards to Instagram and social media, to help as many people um, um, as possible. So that was kind of like my mem- And luckily enough, as well, with working from home, I don't have the pressure of traveling as much as I did before. So it's giving mm. me more time to kind of invest in this. So yeah over the summer really just I just thought if I'm gonna I've always been passionate about kind of speaking about this so I was like I might as well put it in a platform that you know young people can understand and can engage with while I reach as many people as possible.
0: And is there a plan for further growth within Tech Corner that people should be looking out for or at the moment is this just there?
1: yeah, so we're, yeah, obviously just getting started, but I definitely want to move on to a YouTube um channel. Oh, um, yeah, simply because I, you know, I post a lot of you know this carousel post with quite quite a lot of information, but you know, with a spoken platform, I can expand much more um on kind of the topics that I that I pick on, and I can also have other people in tech. Um, kind of speak on the platform so I do some features right now but I think a spoken platform uh, would be a lot easier you know like something like this um, would definitely be a lot easier and get more information out there for people so once uh, the YouTube is up and running would love to have you both guys on uh, to talk about your journey in tech because I know you guys again had such an interesting uh, route into it
2: I need to get camera ready now for it's on YouTube <laughs> Yeah, and, yes. you know, maybe go on a diet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Both of us. I wasn't just saying, you
2: know. Um, no. <laughs> we'll definitely put the link of Tech Corner once this goes live in the description. Because
0: uh, at the moment, it's, it, it's, on, it's, just a, it's just a Twitter feed, isn't it? Um, yes. No, you, so it's Twitter okay. and Instagram. Yeah, Twitter oh, okay.
1: and Instagram. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll put yeah. both. Yeah, great. Thank you very much.
0: So you mentioned Microsoft mm. and technology strategist. Is, mm. that, is, that what it's, is that what you said yeah yeah te- yeah Text strategist i'm, I'm intrigued <laughs> to know what that is
2: even we don't know what this is
0: <laughs> is it well actually no I, I'll, I'll let you explain it to the audience because i've got an idea but again i'm very intrigued um to you know what that entails
1: yeah so um yeah honestly when i when i was given my offer i really accepted not knowing what the role is uh, because it's one of those it's roles Microsoft. where you do <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll do whatever. It's fine. Um, no, it's just one of those role titles you, you guys know being in tech. There's these role titles where they just don't exist outside of tech, so stuff like evangelist um strategist and things like that. So, um, but the role itself is essentially what I do is I help uh, organizations um create and execute their technical strategy. um so, I I work with them, they might be like, okay, so in two years, Hosanna, we would love to be all on the cloud, all consuming cloud services. We want to close our uh, on-premise data center down and not have any of the physical uh, space. Can you support us in that? Um, And essentially, I work with companies uh, constantly on a constant basis. So it's a sales role, but it's more of a consulting sales role um, because you work with companies. I keep the same customers. So once one project is finished, um, we pick up another project and we run projects simultaneously across the Microsoft platforms. So there's um, obviously things like Teams is a big um, thing at the moment because of COVID, but then they might also be looking at uh, low-code, no-code platforms. Companies might be looking at um, obviously the, the cloud platform, Azure as a whole, and that has yeah. loads of things. Um, but then they also might be looking at data and analytics. So how do we get trends from our data? How do we know what our data is in order to make business decisions, in order to work with our customers better, to know our customers um, better? So that is essentially what I do. So I I, I create strategy for technology. <laughs> I guess it's, it's in the title, but if you don't really... I <laughs> kind of how technology works, then it's definitely um, a confusing title, I would say. i
0: actually quite jealous. That sounds like a really cool job. Um, <laughs> and I think what you've alluded is very interesting because, again, uh, I'm, I'll make a reference to, to audience and one thing that mm. became apparent a few weeks ago. When we talk about IT, people have this image of, a dude uh mm. i don't know why i say it in that way you have a <laughs> you have a you have a guy you know glasses dark room coding away yes but what you've just described is so much more um is almost like the other side of the spectrum mm. um and as you mentioned you've got sales you've got marketing and again i'm looking at hassan because you know you're in digital marketing mm. i you know you've got um you have line management roles that yes, they're in they're within the IT sector, but again, you you know you don't have to be a full on coder, but no. you know it is within the tech sector, and that's the bit that I'm trying to work out. How do we simplify and explain to people IT is much more than IT. Mm. <laughs> it's very weird <laughs> saying it. Have you is that a challenge that you've come across, and how have you tried to? explain it if if you've been in those situations
1: yeah like i definitely get people uh thinking you know when you say you work in tech they automatically think i'm a software engineer Uh, so they're oh so you're a developer and i'm like oh no (laughs) that's not what i do um and i definitely had the option to kind of go into um software engineering when uh when i when i left university um but much like you i kind of thought "Mm, do do i want to be coding kind of, you know, you don't code every day as a software engineer, but you know, that's the bulk of your job yeah. along with kind of like debugging, debugging and testing and stuff like that. Um, but I just thought mm, it's, I don't think so. Um, so let me explore. I was lucky enough to be able to kind of explore what, what, what was out there. Um, so when it comes to it, yeah, I just try and, t- you know, show people the variety of roles that there are there. And there are so many, there are so many tech roles. Um, And, and, people also don't realize that there are non-technical roles in tech companies if you wanted to be part of the vision of tech um but not necessarily be building kind of or talking about tech then you could definitely do you know a a, a mirrored of different roles so i just try and explain that to people and, and give them and and get them to look at um these these you know these type of articles that are out there and stuff like that 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 that, that talk about these other roles. It's just about having the information. And also, I definitely also point them to people within Microsoft who do different types of roles um, or anyone who I know in the tech uh, industry. I feel like once you're in tech, you kind of know people in every tech company. (laughs) Um, So you're lucky enough to kind of be able to point people in that direction as well.
0: It gets me to an interesting point because um, I was having a conversation with someone where especially within the BAME sector, again, they don't have an opportunity to, uh, so for example, um, in Cardiff, people are in that bubble within the community where the with people doing similar stuff, mm. you know, your typical subjects. Is there a program out there or do you think it'd be beneficial to take a group of people out of their comfort zone Within mm-hmm. you know our BME community, and actually not plot them is the wrong word, but take them you know um, to Microsoft for example for mm. a day, because I don't know I'm just visualizing and I get a feeling it will open th- the eyes for a lot of people to go, mm. oh, this is what that is. Yeah, it's not just Hamid talking or you know uh, Hosanna talking or Hesam's talking or person X person Y Emily. It's
2: yeah showing the environment of what it's really like mm.
0: yeah i just feel like sometimes we need to take people out of their comfort zone mm. uh, I'm, I'm looking about you know in our community you're surrounded with the same yeah group there's, mm. a f- there's a famous saying if you've got nine lazy people you'll soon be the 10 one i'm not saying mm. <laughs> i'm not saying we're surrounded <laughs> by lazy people but that's the thing it's just breaking that perception if yeah. you if you come across um or is that something that microsoft tried to do or or, or, or doing
1: yeah, so um, Microsoft is doing it in the perspective of kind of uh young uh women, uh, definitely so young girls actually. Um, so we there is an opportunity to come into the Microsoft office. Um, it's it's a program called Digigirls. Um, it brings in Year Eight girls because again, that's when the year before you pick your um your um GCSEs is when you know we should be um targeting that that age yeah. group to come in and kind of see the office. But also outside of that, for kind of um BAME people, we do we do there are insight days. Um I think that's what people don't realize. There are days for you to come into the office and just talk to recruiters. We do actually have an event coming up. Of course, it'll be virtual, um, where you can speak to um internal so people just for the BAME community, um, to speak to people within our BAME uh, employee resource group about roles, about the culture. Um, and this is for um not not you know university students this is for professionals who want to change um into a different industry uh, and come into tech and i think if we had had the opportunity for it to be uh face to face it it definitely would be um it's just because it's virtual but so i think if there's definitely a need to do more things like that because i agree with you we're surrounded by the same roles and unfortunately um if you don't if you're not in that community and you're not with people who have these type of roles then you just won't know like for example I knew Microsoft were applying because I sat next to a girl um in my lecture hall at university and she had just done her placement there and she just came back we just happened to be in the same year and we just met and on the first day she was like yeah I just came back from you know working at Microsoft and I was like oh my god no way like that's pretty cool like I want to finish my you know my my master's and then one day I'll see if I'll, I'll, I'll get to Microsoft. And <laughs> we just made a joke about it. But if you ha- if I hadn't met her, I might not have known. Um, I would be more lucky because, you know, I went to a Russell group, so it's more likely they have these connections and career affairs. But if you don't go to these type of university and you're not in that community, y- you kind of miss out on having those connections with people. Um, so, like I said, I think, you know, paying attention to, if you want to go into tech, paying attention to um, the tech companies on social media and the events that they hold it's definitely important and look for things that are focused around kind of our community as well. But I do think that there's, there should be more opportunity to do that. What about you you guys?
0: (laughs) Well, see, I think uh, when it comes to big organizations like Microsoft, uh, you know, clearly they're trying to, um, you know, break that. The problem I have, obviously, uh, especially maybe location wise as well. Mm. You know, I look at where I work now and, um, there isn't any BAME. Um, there might not be any BAME within the IT function. I might be uh, lying. Mm. But, um, and then when you look at it, uh, in the whole uh, IT team, there's only one female. Um, and it's frustrating because mm. I've, my role models, so my professional role model is someone who's now a director at BT. Um, mm. I met a and it's funny, I met her randomly in a company called CGI uh, or or Logica back in the day. Yeah, Yeah, so I worked with them for uh, five years Mm -hmm. and she was director there and she really opened my eyes on being myself Mm -hmm. because I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. I walked in, and I've mentioned this on a a complete separate uh, podcast, but I walked into the office where there were people similar to my age, you know, young, vibrant. But mm. what, what I really struggled is, I, I was the only, I was only the BAME uh, mm. who went in. But also, you know, I wasn't born here, so I wasn't comfortable mm. in my on skin. You know, English was not my mm. first language. Not that mm. I struggled with the language, but, but you
1: just know there are nuances. <laughs> yeah, this,
0: this twenty percent of my brain every day I walked in was worried about how i'm being perceived Mm. um and it took a toll without me realizing until i met sam in a random meeting and she was a new director and um it's funny because she's all she you know she's also uh, a minority in a way because she Mm. was you know a woman in it sector in a Mm. huge role so somehow she could relate and i found Mm. that really fascinating because she, she's, she's from here, you know, so she, she can relate to me from a BAME factor, but she could relate from a, I know what you feel, being yeah. odd one out sort the of feeling. Mm. Yeah, and we spoke for a good half an hour, forty minutes, and then after that, uh, and it's stuck with me since day one, uh, since that day, and it, even now is every time I walk in through a door or go to an event or organisation, I've accepted certain people won't like the way i look the way i talk Mm. the way i am my name but i don't care i'm Mm. just going to be me and uh maybe it's a a topic for a different different day but i think we also need to accept we are different but that's that's a good thing that's the positive yeah and i think that's where I don't know if it's social media. Obviously, there's a lot on the media. You know, I'm not going to go and talk about what's going on in, you know, the US because that could open... That could be a long conversation, but...
1: Definitely.
0: (laughs) But it has an impact.
2: No, yeah. I think, uh, uh, to your point, going into these offices, um, because I went to Google twice Mm. in in London. Mm. And I remember, obviously, I put on Snapchat and then people were... Because people think Google's always fun and they were amazed by the offices. They were intrigued. Mm. Mm. Um, if I was younger, a lot younger, I probably would have done a pure pure tech role if I mm. went to the Google office just because I would see how the environment is, how yep. everything is. Mm. So,
0: that's interesting because what you're saying to me, and I don't do this, um, I don't... Yes, I'm on Twitter, but I don't talk
2: um you know on snapchat you're too old (laughs) no
0: no no not that is using the social media for the right so for me you know my my twitter maybe the past few months has been about um you know the book coming out and a lot of people reaching Mm -hmm. out to me etc but -hmm. what i haven't thought about and literally um, i'm talking about it's made me realize is i don't talk about um how fun it is Mm. or i don't do an instagram post for example mm. um when That's the
1: way to get the young people that you have to speak their language because yeah. for me it's like I, I can i can talk about tech you know um on linkedin and things like that but i'm not reaching the audience that I need to be reached um but mm. you know p- popping it on snapchat having it on instagram you know when i when you have to kind of speak the girls language like the young people's language when when i had the girls come in um one year so i had my school my old school that i went to i nominated them to come into the office and one of the girls was like this is better i think she says something like this is better than the love island villa and i realized i was like y- i am so old in comparison to you <laughs> but, but that's if that's how if that's what gets you excited about tech then great like we can talk about how you know Tech had obviously had would have been involved in Love Island, and you know the filming, the, the the platform itself, the the application that was used for the voting, the Instagram tags and the Twitter tags, like things like that. So I think it's really, it's definitely really important to speak uh, young people's language to get them more excited.
2: So I think I'm, you're you're laying the side down. I think I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. But I think at the same time,
0: and this is what I love about. um Having guests like yourself, because I have having a moment of realization. By the way, I feel like I'm trying to, uh, you know, break the perception and break the barriers. But hang on a sec, as as you just both highlighted to me, um, I need to be more active on my Instagram. Uh, and and talk about, you know, it in 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 normal. Um, I mean, it's not hard for me to be childish because I still am very childish. <laughs> so. That shouldn't be too hard but no that, so that's very interesting we we mm. use our social media to talk about it like uh, we I, I i do on linkedin i you know I, I do exactly what you mentioned i went back to my school um and it was really weird because i go stand up and i say um i'm head of development etc etc and they go oh you don't look like an it guy i was like Ooh. what do you mean it's like, not me. well, you, you're actually standing up and having a conversation and you're not nervous and looking down. <laughs> and I was like, well, why would you assume, you know, a s- someone who's in IT? And I I, I I try to tell people it's sales, is marketing, is this, mm. is this, is this. From your perspective, if there are listeners out there, you know, and we'll do, we'll do, you know, um, round, a round table, I guess. Mm. Um, as a guest, I'll let you go, you know, I, I'll, I'll let you go first. What would be your advice for, the younger generation and mm. they don't know about the tech sector so mm. maybe how do we get them involved in the tech sector but mm. maybe also for someone who wants to get into tech but they don't know where to start
1: okay um I say if you want to know about kind of like the tech sector um as always I say use the platforms that are available to you um there's definitely a lot of people on um, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. God, what a fantastic learning platform, YouTube! Right? I, I did. I wish there was as much YouTube channels about kind of tech and coding and things like that when I was um, uh, studying and when I was younger. Um, so I would definitely uh, do say that do do some research on the platforms that you have. F- follow people that you find interesting. Um, then there's obviously traditional roots if you don't know anything about tech um, think about the big tech companies that you know um, the, the Googles and the Microsofts and Apple and Facebook all of those and you know follow them on social media they've all got Instagrams they've all got Twitter like you know the Microsoft Twitter account is famously meant to be quite funny actually um, and yes yeah, so if you can follow them and again look out for the insight days that they have and there would be a lot this is the perfect time because there will be a lot more now because it's all online and it's not costing the organization anything. Um, so this is the perfect time to get engaged with them in that way. So if you don't know anything about tech, I think that's a great way to kind of get in- to see, you know, the traditional roles that are out there. Um, and hopefully from that, you'll learn what else um, is there. And then if if it's about how to get into tech, did you say is that the other half yeah. of the question? Um, So the first advice I would say, it would be like, understand your why. So just uh, understand why you want to work in tech Um, and then think about what excites you about tech, because I think that would definitely help you kind of navigate your way through it. Um, So that's important. So if you're like, yes, I definitely want to build something, then there's obviously roles for that. But if you're more like, oh, no, I want to like 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 me do more of the strategy piece, or I want to be more on like the digital marketing piece, or, you know, I want to be, in, you know, in development, um, then that will definitely help you in navigating and narrowing down where, where, where you want to go into. Um, and then I would say, uh, start, uh, again, engaging with uh, the tech companies, uh, have a look at the requirements for the roles that they have. Um, do they require a degree or can you come in through kind of like certifications and boot camps uh, and things like that? Start networking with recruiters as well, um, because tech recruiters, you know, tech, you know, the tech industry and IT in general, I think is probably one of the, the fastest growing um, in the world. So use that, you know, they they're we're always looking to hire. That's what my director says. He was like, we're always looking for bright, confident people to join the team. So um they're, they're always hiring so just make sure that you um you engage with them and show that you're positive about tech work on any if you're interested work pro- projects as well um and always like feel free connect network right i think your network network, is your network. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely use um people on social media reach out like i'm always happy to have conversations with people um about tech um so use the people that are out there to kind of help you um, make your decision. But for me, it's just remembering that there's, there's something for everyone in tech. So if you want to go into it, then this there's no better time, honestly, and just take the opportunity and just go for it. What about you guys? What would you say?
2: Should I go? i go next. I think first thing. <laughs> Um, I think you should follow the Tech Corner on Twitter, everyone. Yes. Good, uh, good, 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 good. And the, and the YouTube. And the YouTube channel when it comes out. Um, yeah. Fire your questions <laughs> over there. Um, Definitely. You know, I'm going to say, um, why people I think they should go into it, I think majority of the big brands that a lot of young people like and love, um, they've used technologies to win. Um, Absolutely. So Gymshark, the biggest brands, clothing brands, sporting brand now. Great, and started three, four years ago. Mm. And without social media they wouldn't be where they are now and the Mm. technologies they use.
1: Yeah.
2: So I think if you love the brands that you use, um, they're just normal average Joe people as well. Mm. Um, but they use technology to get ahead of the game.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: Wow. That's um that's interesting. You, you guys haven't left anything for me to say. So, uh, you know, I'm just stalling <laughs> to think of something. Um it's you know, with holding music on or something. No, yeah? no, 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 we can't. Maybe we'll, we'll ask the editor <laughs> to put something just to, you know, stretch out. No, I think you've both added something very interesting. I didn't want to go into IT, I didn't have any interest. But when I did, I realized it's so much more. Um, mm. You know, we look at current times and you know, with a lot of redundancies, uh, you know, with mm. COVID and et cetera, there isn't a field like out there there is with IT with the mm. amount of flexibility that you get. Mm. You know, uh, for me, uh, we, I've been very fortunate and, and you know, I'm looking at my brother, but obviously you as well as Anna, that's, you know, we're, mm. we're working at home uh, yeah. and, uh, f- you know, functioning where there's a lot of people. Uh, put themselves at risk unfortunately but they have to go to you know site or some of them they've lost a Mm. job so Mm. that's a big that's one of the biggest factor is that the job security but also the flexibility that you get with IT
1: absolutely yeah
0: I think the other factor for me is no matter how small or how big your organizations are these days there is a link to an IT base from a database to a website Mm. to um you know as you mentioned the the actual data the hardware software Mm. that's all sits within it and let alone as as i mentioned you know when it comes to marketing okay how do you use the data you know to to uh, engage your audience so there is that too is i'm not i'm not picking on uh, other other sectors specifically but the variance that you have in an IT sector and the growth that you have in IT sector, you probably don't get it in many no other way. sectors. Mm. So,
1: And job security, and, right? Like you said, yeah. you know, once you're in tech, you're pretty much going to jump from tech company to tech company. Like I know people that have been at AWS, Google, and now are Microsoft, and in, in two years' time will probably be at Facebook. <laughs> so it's, you know, you get to to jump and that's fantastic you don't really get that opportunity in other industries
0: i i, I don't think so no and I, and that's the thing people don't talk about i don't realize that it's it's so much more than a, a i don't know why a dude coding away in a dark room mm, exactly and i, and I guess <laughs> and i guess the other i think the other factor is give it a chance mm understand what i t is as i think as as you mentioned beautifully is what is your passion mm. is it people because you can actually be doing an i t role where you're interacting with people you could be you know uh for example my role yes i need to understand you know s d. l. c and you know mm. ital and et cetera et cetera but yeah. underneath it is just people and community it's not just giving me the face it's like what is what is those terminologies i'm sure in my full <laughs> i t this
2: is, this is not a job interview or like a this is supposed to be connected to younger people. That's why oh, you
0: yeah, sorry Snapchat. Instagram. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> in Instagram. No, no, no. Okay, so let me put it this way. And I use this example is Instagram, and you know how he looks, and you know the, how cool he looks, and, et cetera. <laughs> Someone's <I was> laughing <laughs> yeah, for, for me. And I use the example. I said someone said to me, "What is IT?" I said, "You know Instagram and Snapchat." They were like, "Yeah." Mm. They're like, "Oh, it, we develop it." You know, how it looks yeah. like. We get to see it before you do. Obviously, what I work didn't do that. But they were like, whoa, so you see the new features. i like, yeah, we yeah. develop. See how cool that looks? We, we, we make it look that cool. And you can yeah. design a different way. And in, in six months' time, before you see it, I've already seen how it looks like. Mm. And the next filter and et cetera. So mm. if it's for the younger generation, and but again, you know, the audience varies. Is I realize IT is so much more. Um, yeah. And there are inspirational people you know like like sana out there which will put the link uh you know on tech corner and what they do and honestly when the you, youtube um, channel comes up not only will um will support it uh, but we'll obviously be a guest too uh Absolutely. just plugging us off yeah <laughs> Definitely. Um, but no seriously there's so much more than it is there are role models like yourself out there that are trying to break the perception of it shouldn't be a male dominated sector, but also it shouldn't be just it, it should also be more within the BME sector because mm. everyone is capable of doing that role. Yeah. Um I think that's the way I wanna wrap this episode, if I can call it this, for this mini series, mm. and just simply thank you for what you're doing. Congratulate you on being top ten. Thank and you. <laughs> honestly i wish you go on to be doing bigger and crazier and more scary things in a good way yeah. <laughs> and honestly when the lockdown's over you know we'd be more than happy to support and i not be joking about youtube but we'll, we'll support it we'll shout about it because what you're doing without you realizing and i want people to realize from this podcast episode is changing people's lives is giving hope to the younger generation but also paving way for people in our own community within the BAME sector to realise, IT is for everyone. Yeah. So please listen to this episode. I'm not doing a plug on our podcast. This, <laughs> this episode, but you know, to Hosanna's journey and what she's gone through because it's inspirational, it's powerful, and it's put a smile on my face. Knowing that I've uh, had the chance to meet you, uh, meet you virtually, and hopefully meet you, uh, you know, in person.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been, an, a, you know, in, such an interesting uh, conversation. And what you guys are doing is what I'm doing 100%. It's inspiring um, the next generation of um, techies uh, to come into the industry. And this is what <laughs> that is what I absolutely love. And this yeah, as I said, it's been such a, a great conversation and really made me think about some of the things I'm going to also go back and do on the platform. But yeah, absolutely. Once Um, The YouTube is up and hopefully we can, um, you know, see each other face to face as well. I would love to have you guys on. And absolutely, especially you guys, you do such different things, you know, head of development and then also digital marketing. That is just like such a breadth.
0: there is a there is there's a long list of stuff that um, we've we've somehow conjured up in the past um, several months but maybe maybe we'll we will discuss that on on the on the YouTube catch-up there you go
1: yeah definitely I think a lot of people would get lots of value from that so thank you very much thank you thank you for listening
0: to another episode of the three musketeers hosted by Hamid and Hissam Amiri don't forget to share and follow as more thought-provoking episodes with guests around the world will be appearing soon. See you soon.